And so he he sixth senses himself with Onyx. Um, I've never seen that movie. I'm just hoping that that's a proper reference. No. What Damn are it. you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the dog sixth knows. sense like a like a, a cat, a dog whisperer thing or something? He like, what the fuck are you talking people. about? He sees never dead people. Seen Close the sixth enough. Sense? Close it's enough. Ghost. Close enough. That works. Holy for me. crap. <laughs> <laughs> Meowth, that's right. Meowth, that's wrong. Meowth, let's all just get along. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 37 of To Kill a Deli Bird, the premiere. Oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to use that word, right, Kellen? No, the right. Wonderful, that was 37 weeks ago. The wonderful, splendorific, uh, Hollywood undercover cop noir drama podcast. Uh, actually, it's none of those, except it's a podcast. Welcome back to Two Killer Deli Bird, the Pokemon anime rewatch podcast where we rewatch old episodes of Pokemon, compare them to literature, review them, have fun with them. I'm Graham, the one who isn't really that into Pokemon, but I'm loving the journey, more of an anime manga in general fan, and just general adulting, as my co-host said last week, whatever that means. And then my co-host, Kellen the Pokemaniac. How's it going, Kellen? I'm good. Um, I mean, I, I say you're better at adulting because you probably know how to do taxes. Get an accountant. <laughs> there you go. I can't do that. You can't get an accountant? You can't go to H&R Block? I can't, you can't, can't pay an accountant? An account? Well, no, exactly. they'll, just, they'll just take from your returns. Is that how that works? Yeah, let's introduce our oh. third guest. This is a guest episode, everyone. Hooray! Another special Woo! episode. This is a very special guest. This is my wife, Shauna. Very How are special. you doing, Shauna? I'm good. How are you? We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and Shauna, you wanted to be on today's episode because you are a cat enthusiast. I is do that correct? Really, really love cats. And would you say Meowth is your favorite Pokemon? Meowth is possibly the only Pokemon I know. <laughs> <laughs> the only Pokemon she knows. <laughs> Okay, if Kellen's a Pokemaniac and I'm the general nerd pop culture guy, I would say you are bringing the actual smarts. (laughs) (laughs) But nothing nerdy. But nothing nerdy. (laughs) Fair, fair. Usually at the beginning, we'll banter a little. And, uh, you know, if there's some pop culture stuff to go over, I don't have anything new this week. So how how are you doing, Kellen? What are you playing these days? Um... uh... I just started Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga on the oh, on, on the Switch very Online. Very fun game. Yes, you know I have a story about that game. Do you want me to tell it? Sure. I played it, emulated on my phone when I was trying to stay awake all night because I thought your brother might have alcohol poisoning at his bachelor <laughs> party, and I didn't want him to die. <laughs> so I played that game to stay awake. Uh, and it's really fun. It's delightful. <laughs> very, very cute sprites. And then you force-fed him bread. Yeah, he wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had Smitty's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a that 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 was a night, and I wasn't even there for that part. Uh, just you were through there stories. Earlier, just right? through stories. Yeah, because I was I was a miner still. Ah. Aww. Just digging in the coal mines. Yep. Eh? Had to go to yep. work early. <laughs> the children yearn for the mines. <laughs> yes, they do. all right what else are we doing today we we do have a bit of a study this week this is the cat episode okay it's all about cats 
We love Meowth. We've got two cats right here. They are uh, wanting to partake in the podcast. You might hear them throughout. I don't know. But uh, we decided to interview them. We interviewed our cats for this segment. And we asked, what are their top favorite movies? So we have a list of uh, Lena and Lucy. That's our cat's names. (laughs) Top favorite movies. Fantastic. Are you ready for that? Hit me. Hit me. Number 10, Casablanca. Casablanca. <laughs> number Catnip nine. For your thoughts, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Number, number, nine. number nine. Spade Runner. Is he Spade Runner? Spade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Have your pets spayed or neutered. Bob Barker. <laughs> Rest in peace. Too soon. Aw, rip. <laughs> Too soon. Number eight. Would you like to say this one? Pride and Purgeous. Pride and Purgeous. <laughs> Meowsty Darcy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> These are <laughs> these are something. These are great. These are art. They're fun. It, they're puns. Fine. They're cat puns. That's uh. They are cat. That, that's what I'll say about that. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. This is a country star, a biopic. Walk the feline. Oh my god. <laughs> Walk the feline. <laughs> I fell into a burning ring of kitties. <laughs> No, don't put the kitties on fire. Don't put the kitties on fire. No, they're fire cats. They're they're, uh, Littens. Pokemon. Oh, is that a thing? Litten, yeah. Kellen can teach you all about the Pokemon cats this episode. Oh, yeah. Fire cat. Fire cat. Litten. Gen 7 starter. 7 starter. And which game is Gen 7? Sun and Moon. If you know know Smash, Incineroar. (laughs) You know, Incineroar from Smash? That's its final Oh, yeah, Ooh. Incineroar. Yeah. He looks like a Pokemon that people want to fuck. Yep. Like weird yep. people on the internet. Yep. yep. See? That's so gross. It's very gross. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yes, the internet's a weird ears, place. Lucy. Close your ears. Okay, number six. Calicoco. <laughs> An animated movie. Ooh. <laughs> Calicoco. You like our, that, Our Kelly? cats like it because it was okay. Calico. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what is it going to take to crack Kellen with these? Probably not cat puns. Cat puns are not, <laughs> not it for me. I don't well, think. This might be uh, a movie you like. I don't okay. know. Uh, okay. Actually, this kind of is with the people wanting to fuck it in Cineroar <laughs> theme. Uh, number five, Brokeback Meowton. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brokeback Meowton. Is, I, I don't know. I feel like you've you've had better weeks. <laughs> Oh, Shauna is making a face right now. She's appalled. <laughs> She's appalled. See, the problem is, is that I ha- I just put the bar too high. Yeah. I I wrote like 10 minutes of investigative journalism last week. Nothing <laughs> nothing you do will ever top uh, the weird skin that forms on gravy day. Uh, to me. <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> Lactoderm <laughs> is your top joke. <laughs> pizza in Paris the best. Oh, Shauna like pizza in Paris the that's, best. That's a good joke. It's a good running gag. <laughs> All right, number well, four. Are these going to be better? don't like Come pizza on. in Paris. They like number four. Scratch me if you can. Ah, I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well seal done. Seal of approval. Kellen's seal of approval. <laughs> Shana, would you like to take number three? Number three. A tale of two kitties. Ah, that's the, oh. that's, that is literally the name of the second live action Garfield movie. Oh really? God! It is. Yeah, <laughs> well, we just played tries. We thought we, we were know. brilliant. <laughs> I'm Are pretty the, the, confident like in that. Like the Bill Murray Garfield movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know there were Garfield movies. 
They're not well, good. Now it's Chris Pratt. One. Chris Pratt is going to be Garfield, isn't he? What? That's actually perfect yeah. Garfield. Really? Yeah, I can see it. Can't see it. No. You're nuts. <laughs> Danny DeVito for Garfield. <laughs> Danny DeVito for everything. <laughs> yeah, I do suggest him for everything. <laughs> okay, me and Kellen want Danny DeVito to play Meowth. <laughs> but not, <laughs> that like, would be amazing. Not as like a voice or in a costume, just Danny DeVito. Just Danny DeVito. And no and one Team Rocket it. act like he's <laughs> Nothing's wrong. Stuff. He just, yeah, nothing he just wrong. is. He just is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two. My fur lady. <laughs> okay. Hello? Is this okay. thing on? <laughs> <laughs> Someone out there is laughing. <laughs> if we get so. one laugh, we'll have done our job. It's okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you. You're doing all the laugh. Yeah. And our cat's favorite movie of all time is. Would you like to announce it, Shauna? The Lion King. It's just a good movie. They just like it. It's just a good movie. Subverting expectations. Let's go. Let's Our favorite go. comedic Pride device. Rock. Pride Rock. Are you saying I use a crutch? <laughs> no, yes. that's that's just that's that's just comedy. Comedy works that's on comedic just devices. Comedy. It's like that's writing. Just comedy. Everything oh, works right. on devices. That's so wise. Yeah, that's so wise. <laughs> so much wisdom, Kelly. I'm a philosopher. We're, Thank you. We're my all first... just TVs being turned on and off by remotes. Those are devices. My first university class ever was a philosophy course, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of bragging James did last week <laughs> with his uh, correspondence school stage movement. Stage movement from a esteemed correspondence school. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we are we jumping into the episodes now? We're going to get into the episode. So we're talking about episode 72, Go West, Young Meow, and then episode 73, what is it again, Kellen? Unexpected? To master the unexpected. Oh, and, and okay, let's hear your, your thoughts first, Kellen. It, what did, did you like these episodes? These are great. These are great. These are great. Yeah. These are okay. fantastic. Uh, we're, I'm on the same page, and I, I know your reaction, Shauna. <laughs> I think... That that was the greatest show ever. The first one. <laughs> the first. I don't one. really care about the second. Did you care one. about the second one? No, I had. I think it had some good lessons mm-hmm. to be learned. Yeah. 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 The second one's fine. It's a good episode. But, but the it, first one is super special. Is the the first one is yeah. the first one's fantastic. The, the first one made me cry a little bit. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I can't say the same. <laughs> it made you feel things though. Uh, sure. And the second one featured a man with a chest the size of a Ford F-150. Yep. And the first one featured a man we met last week, which I didn't even know about. And if I knew about that, I may have uh, reworked the the podcast schedule to, to, to bunch this episode with the last episode, because it's kind of like a two-episode arc, but I did not know it. Kellen is referring to Chlorgon Spielspang. Yep. Mr. <laughs> uh, Kevin Spanglebanger. <laughs> Spliegenblang Spliegenblang Okay No his name is Cleavon Spielbunk The director Oh Yeah I I was a little lost On that plot point (laughs) (laughs) Alright yeah Let's jump into Episode 72 Go west young Meowth So We're back in Pallet Town now Apparently The last episode We were out of Pallet Town Now we're back in Pallet Town Back home Ash, Brock, and Pikachu were doing a little stretchy stretch. They're having a good old workout. It's very cute, Pikachu doing his, his little stretches. But Misty, Misty, Misty hits him with the uh, the TV remote's the only thing that gets a hard workout with those guys. Hell, bird. Fucking roasted. Misty really shits on their work ethic a lot. What is Misty's work ethic? Um, what is she doing these days? Berating. Well, she's Ash. not pretending to work. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, it's about the <laughs> facade. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have she doesn't have to be the one training. Ash is the one that needs to be training. Right. So right. But they uh they get the mail. They get an invitation to the world premiere of the film Pokemon in Love in get this Hollywood, California. Yeah. Okay. So this is another mind busting <laughs> movement. <laughs> another mind busting happening. We always point out these things of where okay, a, a real life thing is canon and Pokemon like that. That's crazy. And so Hollywood, uh, I just the geography is wrecking me, Kellen. Can you can you help? <laughs> Where's Hollywood relative to Pallet Town? Um, see, that's the thing. I don't know because Kanto is in Japan. Yeah. Um, there are two American based regions in Unova based on New York and Alola based on Hawaii. So, I mean, I, I guess it's between those two because it would be on the east, the west coast. Of America, and it's literally called Hollywood, and it's just a skip away from Palatow. Yeah, in the original Japanese, Hollywood is just another city in Kanto, but it's the dub they added California. Oh, uh-huh. to make it more relatable to our Western audience, I guess so. So Misty's excited to go see the celebrities, to see the stars, and Brock's more excited to just see women in general. <laughs> yeah, he wants to meet the starlets. Yeah. Sean is shaking her head. Brock is so gross. Brock is gross. Gross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this isn't even like close to the worst Brock episode. What, what do you think is one of the really despicable Brock moments that oh. Sean would have just like See, walked I can't, out on? There's so many of them. I can't even think of any. He, like, he's very. They all weird. run together. But you yeah, know, in terms of Brock levels, this is this is oh, down he's there. compensating. Yeah, we we started a movement very early on in this podcast. Hashtag cancel Brock. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on board for the Hollywood sex crimes, <laughs> especially because he's targeting the starlets. You're gonna make it big, honey. So Ash mopes around that he can't go. He has to train. You guys, you guys go without me. That's I'm gonna miss it all. And they're like, okay, bye, <laughs> bye. Let's go. But he he he's like, wait, no, don't leave me. And he he goes along as well. And and the animation does like a Looney Tunes thing onto his face. Did you catch yeah. this? It like it like zooms out to a circle on his face. Yeah, they do that multiple times this episode. It's odd. I guess that's a Hollywood thing. That's in Hollywood, their head. baby. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Yeah, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to Team Rocket. Then Jesse and James are planning to go. Also, but they don't have an invitation. They're gonna they're just gonna show up. They're the stars. They're gonna show up and they're gonna get let in. Yeah, all we have to do is show up, and James says, and all they have to do is throw us out. Yeah. They dream of having their own in- infomercial for some uh. product that we don't know anything about. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> what kind of product would Team Rocket sell? Uh probably something not that useful, but uh like maybe some kind of new wave tech that like breaks right away. They wouldn't get a deal from Shark Tank. Let's put it that way. No, it would be like watches. But they would that give you a good deal. They would give you a good deal, half off everything, and then it just breaks. <laughs> so, yeah, they're they're dreaming of going to this this show. Meowth just wants to kind of forget Hollywood. He seems to have been there before for some oh. for some reason. So we get backstory. Spoiler. And this is the the crutch of the episode. This is the whole episode is Meowth's backstory here. He remembers being alone as a young kitten, stomach empty, heart oh. empty, could oh. eat baseballs. Oh. And I wrote, Trying what the to... fuck was that animation? John is sobbing over here. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kitty. What are you just 
see the baseballs, his little rice balls, and it was so cute and so sad. <laughs> yeah, you know, the real crime here is that, Kellen, you skipped over the line, my story is bittersweet, like a cheap chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets caught trying to eat these baseballs and gets hu- and gets hung publicly from a tree. Not by his neck, messed though. up. Okay, baseball coaches out there, if you ever find a cat hallucinating your baseballs to be Onigiri, do not rope it up to the top of a tree and leave it there overnight. It's animal cruelty. Yeah. He should be arrested. <laughs> Hashtag cancel the baseball coach. The 90s were a different time, man. <laughs> we're coming for you. everybody this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Meowth hanging in this tree passes out, awakes to a screening of a film called That Darn Meowth. A black and white film of of a meowth eating a lot of food, uh-uh. and this incentivizes meowth to through pure willpower break out of his ropes and go to Hollywood because that's where the food is apparently. Yeah, he wants to eat ice cream and fried chicken. He's so inspired, and I guess he learns the location during this movie. He he's like, it's west. I gotta go west to Hollywood. So we know Hollywood is west of <laughs> where. No, we don't know where this is. So I don't know. It's west of wherever meowth is. Yeah. <laughs> Where do the meows hail from? Kellen? Um Root. Everywhere. Root, They're think, everywhere in Kanto? Not everywhere. You can get them on like Route 6 or something by the root daycare. Route 6. I think that's Route 6. Route 6 by the daycare. That's where I get my cats. <laughs> <laughs> on Route 6. <laughs> Would that be wild if there was like a road where like one kind of animal was more likely to be? And that's what deer I mean, crossings there's are ecosystems. For. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I misspoke. It's Route 5 that I was thinking of. Yeah, get that right. Oh. oh. I don't know my roots very well. Don't blame That's me. fine. That's, we apologize. Too many numbers. You could have just not corrected. I would never I, I, I would Yeah, know. me either. But somebody in the comments would. Yeah, someone was furiously <laughs> typing already. Someone's furiously typing. Stand down. He caught himself. The Pokemon Kick him Master. Off. Kick him off the podcast. He got the route wrong. He needs to be hung in the Ooh. town square. For his mistakes. He, d- he deserves to be tied to the top of a tree to watch <laughs> crappy movies. <laughs> so yeah, he Meowth hitches himself to the top of a truck to go to where the food is. And we kind of, we jump to present day. And we're in Hollywood, and everyone's in swanky outfits. Brock, Misty, Ash, all, all in fancy clothes. Pikachu's in his little tux. It's so cute. The Pikachu tux is incredible. Fantastic. And then, and then Delia's there, and she does the whole Marilyn Monroe thing. On the vent. That was the grossest thing. It's so weird. Uh, Graham's probably into it though. Graham literally turned to me and was like, "That was hot." <laughs> Ash's mom is a babe. I think is what I said. <laughs> I believe yeah, the both. The problem is she's their mom. Yeah. This is a show about children for children. <laughs> and kids wouldn't get that reference. Mom. Kids right. wouldn't get that reference. That's for that the That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board that that is weird, yes. Because <laughs> if you're a stand-in for Ash, that's, uh, well, Freud's going to have a have a field day. Uh, but I'm a grown man. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> but if it makes you feel any better, it's not real. We we fade we fade out. They're, they're not wearing these fancy outfits. It makes me feel better that he is attracted to the adults in the show. <laughs> oh, no, this isn't about me. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm confused you are, you're, now. You're a surrogate for all people. I, Graham, am a yeah. surrogate for all people. I don't yeah. call Ash's mom a babe, so I don't, I don't oh. think that's true. Okay. Thank you for being normal. 
<laughs> we we fade out. They're in their regular outfits, and they're not in in the bright lights of Hollywood. They're in this rundown part of town. It's all desolate, broken down. Uh, the premiere of Pokemon and Love is in this dinky little theater, and Spielbunk's back, baby. Yeah, it ain't a blockbuster. It's a busted block. And the movie's a ball buster. If I they call it a ball buster. No, I called it a ball buster. Okay, good. Because it's bad. It's, it's terrible. Like like I compared to last week. It's like the room. This is Tommy Wiseau. It's bad. Yeah, I mean this this episode reinforces your theory where I was comparing him to like a great director like Francis Ford Coppola. This uh, <laughs> he might be Tommy Wiseau. Wouldn't we all love to be Tommy Wiseau? No. <laughs> no. Not at okay. All. <laughs> okay. So the movie's called Pokemon in Love. Cleavon Spielbunk is spinning. Oh man, he's like a he's like a human hitmon top. He's spinning around. Holy shit, a Pokemon reference that isn't Gen 1 from Graham. I'm growing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Team Rocket is also here too. Uh Meowth is being all mysterious. He's wearing a trench coat like this whole episode in the present day. He's like, this town sure ain't what it used to be. Isn't he so cute in a trench coat though? He really pulls it off. He does. He really does. He doesn't, he's not going to hang around Team Rocket though. He's got, he's got business to take care of. And we go flashback again. Times were always hard here in this area for Meowth. Stealing food, he'll get assaulted by owners of restaurants. And then he gets approached by a gang of Meowth and their Persian leader who give him a fishbone and welcome him into their their gang. I think this is a very beautiful story <laughs> <laughs> about hardships and mm-hmm. the cycle of trauma. And like Meowth just wasn't set up to succeed. And society drove him to be the person he is today. Her cat. We truly today. do live in a society. He was taken in uh, by a gang, essentially, right? That's what's happening here, with, led by yep. the Persian. And very much it's like, this is the only way he's been shown like to survive. It's either hunger or, or this gang. It's also the only source of love he's ever known. He still loves Starved. So he's in with the gang. He isn't quite satisfied on like an emotional level yet, mm-hmm. right? And that's going to be a big force for kind of the rest of the episode. Um, but he's he's finally getting food. He's acting like this was kind of a fun time being part of the gang. I do want to point out, though, how Persian sounds in this episode, because mm-hmm. it is very, I mean, kind of kind of sound be uncanny, because if it if it can, it's very uncanny valley because Persian is just like meow, 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 meow. Right. It's like a grown man. It's just a, just a guy, just a guy going, meow, 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 meow. I thought it was very strange. Children meows. Yeah. <laughs> Exploiting the baby with, meows. With all the small cats around him. <laughs> and they mew, sound mew, like mew, cats. Mew, you know, mew, they're mew, meowing. Mew. And then he's like, yeah. meow. <laughs> mew, 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 mew. Yeah, it's very, very weird. But as a gang, they rob restaurants together. Oh, family. Oh. <laughs> home. He ate and ate, but he was still starving for love. And that's when he met her, a beautiful Ooh. meow across the street, who we know is a female meow. Because she's been given a bow and eyelashes. How else would we know? Exactly. Well, our Meowth's <laughs> eyes just like do the Looney Tunes like heart popping out of his eyes Ow-oo-ga. when he sees her. Ow-ooga. Yeah. <laughs> he runs across the street to meet her. I thought uh, which, he was dead. I yeah. thought he was hit by a car. <laughs> he causes like a five car pile. Of he end. does not look both ways. For love so though. He has nine so. lives. Oh, okay. He's good. He's yeah, we have eight. to. That's that's yeah. That's where he's down to eight. Uh, 
over the course of the series so far, I believe he's probably they've probably even been in about seven uh, life or death situations. Yeah, I know Sean knows this, but most episodes end with Team Rocket getting killed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> horribly. That's so sad. Yeah, getting ripped apart by robots in an underground facility. That's horrible. Very Five Nights at Freddy's. Getting slapped so, so hard he their like head spins around. Hundreds of lives. Yes, and they so all does do, Jesse yeah. and James. They are immortalized through a Looney Tunes technology. Mm -hmm. The Acme Foundation has done it, folks. They are living <laughs> embodiments of the coyote. So, yeah, he runs across the street to meet her, but she is not interested in Meowth whatsoever, no matter what Meowth tries. And then we meet this rich woman who is very strange, and I don't really know how to describe, but she's rich. And she's like a stereotypically rich woman. Rich and therefore evil. <laughs> That is an apt correlation. <laughs> the antagonist. He's got large hair. That's what I wrote down. He's a rich woman with large hair. Lots of jewelry, kind of ostentatious. I like the Pokeball with all the little diamonds on it. Yeah. I want one. Right, so she has a diamond Pokeball. Yeah. <laughs> at, which she got from Meowzy, if this uh, female Meowth's name is. Meowzy. So Shauna was wondering earlier why Meowzy has a name and Meowth doesn't. And this is just the uh, in-game mechanic of, like, trainers can give their Pokemon nicknames, right? Yeah. God, I got yeah. it. I got it. Look at all the so Pokemon smart. knowledge I've been learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Meowzy tells Meowth that she is owned by a rich lady. She can buy whatever she wants. She doesn't need Meowth. He's just a street cat who can't do anything, and she, he should just forget about her. Ooh, what a stab to the heart. Meowth it was hard. wants to be... It was hard. Meowth wants to be a human. So that like he can impress Meowzy. He can be a rich human so that Meowzy will want to be with him. And so he he's he's walking around trying to figure out how to do this. He stumbles across a dance studio and he spies as, in uh, through the ceiling. As Meowzy's owner is driving away, sorry, did you catch the license plate? Uh We're I noticed that he yet. looked at it, but I didn't it write said down what it was. Five two zero nya. N-Y-A, nya, which is the Japanese version of meow. Oh, okay. Like, like Nyan Cat. You remember Nyan Cat? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, they put emphasis on that in that shot. And I didn't write it down because I assumed it was going to come back later. I didn't realize that that was like. No, it was, it was just, just a, a joke. It was just a vanity cat license. It's just a one-off joke. Exactly. Yeah. It's a vanity cat license. <laughs> so yeah, he's in this dance studio spying on the class from, from the ceiling and trying to practice the dance moves to learn how to walk on two legs. But it's not going very well. He keeps like falling through the ceiling or something. Yeah, this was kind of cute watching him uh, try to learn this stuff. Uh, he says he used to, you know, he's trying to learn to walk like a weird person. I guess ballet is strange or maybe mm -hmm. just him as a cat walking is strange. Yeah, they it's or it's both. weird or because both. we see all these Meowth on four legs and this Meowth is supposed to be like the only one that's on two legs. But Meowth has like almost never been de depicted on four legs. Oh, like in the uh, in the games. In the games, yeah. Like even it's red and green sprite. It's very original sprite. He's on two legs with his front paws up. The only sprite it has that's like even somewhat quadruped is red and blue sprite, where he, he's he's on two. He's kind of on three, and he's scratching at his face with his fourth one. But literally every other sprite and model since since then has been Meowth on two legs, which I mean could be partly inspired from the anime Meowth, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Meowth has always is, been inspired because most of the too. anime Meowths we've seen. Are like cats, like yeah. they're on four legs. So anyway, where were we? Um, dance two studio. legs. It's making him slower now. Yeah. So he's getting caught by the chef and beat the heck up. 
and we go back to the dance studio. Apparently, they also do vocal warm-ups. Now, I've never taken a dance class, um, so I can't say 100%, but I feel Maybe like they don't like do fine arts vocal. Yeah, but they're in their dance outfits. They're at, they Kelly, got like, the have little leg scrunchies. Have you ever heard triple threat? Oh, <laughs> that's true. This might be musical theater. You're right. I, I wasn't thinking. They're all going to get EGOTs. They're all going to get EGOTs. But he uses this, this these vocal warm-ups to try and help him learn how to talk, as well as an alphabet book, which I thought was very cute. And then and then Meowth sings a song about oh, and this things song she can do. is incredible. It's beautiful. <laughs> I was hoping you wrote it down because I didn't. Uh, I wrote down parts. I, okay. I would just that like works. get people to look up this song definitely because <laughs> I can't give it justice. But he's got like some lines. Sing it. I I learned to speak human because this cat's got puppy love. I'll stand <laughs> on two legs, hold my head up high. And she'll want me more, or something like that. Meowth, it, it doesn't really rhyme. It's, it was just like meandering uh, <laughs> folks. Spoken word poetry. Mm, Beautiful. Yes. Kind of twang. But eventually he becomes able to speak actual non-cat words. Oh, and, and how good is him? Is his, his speech emerging? He, he's like listening to the class uh, um, below him go, is she sells seashells by the she- seashore. <laughs> Seashells. She sells, she sells, she sells, she sells, brother, she's short. She, 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 Yeah, he can do it better than me. But it's all just meows at first. Me, 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 me. And then suddenly he's saying it. Meows, me, 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 yeah, hire hire our boy. Give me money. I need it. So the first word that Meowth learned, not only how to speak, but what it was, was get this rocket. Beautiful. Oh, it all Fantastic. comes together. It was destiny. It was. It was very much destiny. He learns the alphabet and dreams of marrying Meowzy one day because the apparently H in the book stands for happy, and it shows a picture of um of a wedding. Which you know, hey, you know what, Pokemon? Not you don't have to be married to be happy. Let's just put, I'm just going to yeah, say it. Yeah, how heteronormative. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Come on, Pokemon, do Very better. Nar- narrow worldview. <laughs> tisk, tisk, you can be happy single. You can also be happy not married, not within the institution, <laughs> not controlled by the man. There's a lot of ways <laughs> to do Or you can be life. happy, married, like, like us. <laughs> you sound so confident. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the system, is married by the system. Yeah. <laughs> This the system has some good parts. <laughs> or you can, some you can take the parts you like. You think society is bad, yet you participate in it. Curious. Yeah, we are, we are uh, hypocrites. living uh, contradictions, humans. Yep. <laughs> it's almost like it's complicated. Yeah, it's nuance. <laughs> What's that? So what else is complicated is the situation Meowth has himself in. He can walk. He can talk. He gets... A bouquet of flowers, and he's strutting Aww. up to me. Like Meowzy. three flowers. Three flowers. <laughs> it's, how many flowers makes a bouquet? I think at least ten. Oh, he's just got three flowers, not a bouquet. Meowth. Yikes! That's why you get rejected. And you need like fill try harder. Spoilers. Try harder. <laughs> yeah, he walks up to Meowzy and talks to her in English to attempt to win her love, but she's not into it. He ain't a human. He's just a, a cat who can walk and talk. He's still a dirty street meowth with no money. He's worse than before. He's a freak. That's yeah, she got spiral, fucking so. mean. Now, mm-hmm. we can't understand Meowth. We are getting this translated by Team Rocket's Meowth. 
How much of this is him projecting? Do you think she actually used that harsh of language? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or is this like how Meow felt? She is not a nice cat. Oh, she's not good. Yeah. I'm gonna, be- I'm gonna believe Meow. Yeah. Okay. What I don't get is why does he still want to be with her? He's yes. she's so mean. Yeah, I, I think he's so starved for love, right? You're, you're. That was like a foundation of why I got in with the gang too. True. He's so starved for love. He's like putting up with abuse essentially because hmm. he doesn't see the alternatives. I was hoping that the lesson would be that now that Meowth has like like power and fame or something, then Meowzy wants him. He's like, wait, you don't love me for me. You just love me because I have these things. And he would realize that that's not true love, but it wasn't. Yeah, that, that sounds like a Darman video. <laughs> have you ever seen Darman? On <laughs> yeah, YouTube? I know Darman. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is what that reminds Horrible. me of. Horrible. Let's not Horrible. get into Darman. The that's worst the weirdest acting. stuff. Worst acting you've ever seen. They're moral I'll philosophy lessons on YouTube, and this guy makes tons of money off of them, and they are very weird. They're like baby's first ethics lesson. <laughs> some, clearly, some people in the world need that. They're like not even good ethics, though. They're and like, also, like they could just be like acted better because the acting is bad. Okay. Well, that's what makes them entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, get high and watch Darman. You'll have a great time. <laughs> He puts himself into the videos all the time. There'll be like characters in his videos. They're like, oh my God, the new Darman video just dropped. I want to watch that. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Self-promo in your own stuff. That's interesting. But okay. Anyway, that's enough on Darman. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Leaving Darman ethics back to Pokemon ethics. uh, Meow's devastated. And we jump back to the present though. And and this is where things will be tied together a bit more. Um, he's surrounded by the old gang. Yeah, so sounds scary. Well, he, you you uh-huh. you missed out on after after she rejects him horribly. He's got like his bundle on a stick, and he's walking out, and he's determined to become like rich and powerful, and that's why he ta- he joined Team Rocket. We get proper motivation for why he's here in the first place. All because of Meowzy. Nice to have because yeah. we got that for Jesse and James, but we never had that for Meowth. Mm, and yeah, right. present day Meowth is is face to face with his old gang. They want him back but he's going to stick with Team Rocket. He does have special skills now. And he's not going to change his mind, but then he notices in the gang, it's Meowzy. <gasps> She's in the gang. What happened here? I didn't recognize her. She looks totally different she without the bow. bow. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the eyelashes, though. So. Right. <laughs> so they have a drink. They sit down and they have a drink together. Yeah, isn't this cute? I think yeah, it's Meow- cute. Meow- Meowth's like- got like an orange <laughs> drink with a straw and Meowzy has a bowl of milk. Yeah, and they're on top of like a like a barrel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so romantic. Yeah, and so Meowzy gets the flashback now. R- the rich lady from before went broke and released Meowzy on the street because she couldn't afford her anymore. Where the gang then adopted her, she had no choice. It was the only the only way she could survive was to join this gang. I think this lady got rid of her cat way too fast. She oh, yeah. still had like jewelry and stuff. Yeah. Like, get your priorities like, straight, lady. Pets are not expendable members of your family. They're right. part of your family. <laughs> right. And then Team Rocket show up and do a musical number. Oh, yes. I, I like the music parts in this episode. They were unique. <laughs> it was so random. I mean, why is it a musical number? I just think it's so endearing that they save the Team Rocket for the heroes in the story. <laughs> Yeah, Team Rocket is, although they're villains, they're not always despicable. They aren't interesting characters that you cheer for. They're always the bad guys, but they're not always always bad guys, you know? Great language. Thank you. That's English for you. (laughs) So 
Shauna, you, you kind of spoiled it a bit, but yeah, the, the Persians and the Meowths are getting aggressive. Cool it, cats. Meowth is surrounded. And this is where the Team Rocket musical entry. So Jesse and James have been tailing them and uh, funky music kicks in. Like, I did not know that Jesse and James were that funky. Big props. <laughs> They're the funk they're, masters. They're tired of their motto, so they thought they'd try a song. That's the, that's not but the first time we've kinda, heard that, but right? But then they just like go into their motto. <laughs> yeah. Old habits die hard. Yeah, they're addicted to that motto. <laughs> There's another episode, Shauna, where they have withdraws from not being able to say their motto. <laughs> they're actual <laughs> motto addicts. <laughs> so Meow- Meowth is like really moved that Team Rocket came to, to save him, to his aid, and they're like, we may be mean and nasty, but we never turn our backs on a teammate in trouble. As long as we're not exposed to any physical danger. <laughs> Great. That's the Team Rocket we know and love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a very healthy way to approach. Health. Like, you don't should have run headfirst into danger. Gotta use your head. Yeah. It's like you put on your oxygen mask before the people you're helping when the yeah. plane crashes. Exactly. <laughs> you're both gonna die anyways. <laughs> So Team Rocket's going to take care of the Meowth gang. Arbok and Weezing versus the whole squad of Meowth. They smog it up. And when the smog dissipates, we're suddenly on the rooftop at sunset. And it's Meowth, our Meowth, versus Persian in a standoff. And we get more great music. This is actually a good music episode. Very good. We we get sort of like a Western showdown kind of theme. And they lunge at each other. And they miss. Ah. And then they lunge at each other again. Oh my god. We hear a slashing sound. Someone got a slash off. And they're standing. Meowth stumbles a little bit. Oh no, Meowth might go down. And then Persian falls. Holy crap. Meowth has won the fight. Meowthy runs in for the hug. Meowth puts his arms out. She runs past him and goes straight for the Persian. What a twist. What a twist. What a trope. An overused cliche. Just like Stockholm Syndrome. That's that's literally literally what I put in my notes. I put... She, uh, Meowth thinks she's going for him, but she runs to Persian and licks it. She's gone full Stockholm. There's a whole other story here that we haven't heard, and that's the Meowzy Persian backstory, mm-hmm. where Meowzy, we only see her as a rich girl, but actually, she really likes books, okay? She's obsessed with books, but the whole village wants her to marry the really other rich, muscular dude, okay? But then she gets kidnapped. When she gets turned out, she gets kidnapped by this Persian who's abusive at first, but then she finds out that he also likes books and falls in love. So it's a Hallmark movie. It's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that one. It's not been a long time since I've seen that one. Me either, as osmosis. <laughs> By osmosis. So really, the Persian is to Meowthy as Team Rocket is to Meowth. Yeah, very possibly. Like, I, I think that it's it's that thing of when these other characters are only shown as side characters, like, you don't you don't know their side of things. It definitely feels like Stockholm sy- Syndrome, but uh, I feel like there's more to the Meowthy Persian story than is let on. We'll need a spin-off. side spinoff. Yeah, a side story. <laughs> And it's like just West Side Story, the rich girl and the, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's like the two sides. (laughs) And they don't speak English or human. So it's just in meows. It's all just in meows. West Side Story. (laughs) Bad art. Meowsy Persian, (laughs) West Side Story. (laughs) So yeah, she says Persian took her in and took care of her when she needed it and wouldn't be right to leave him. She tells Meowth she's still a, a walking, talking freak and she would never want him. 
Yeah, and this is where my uh, my feelings towards Meowzy slip again. I was willing <laughs> to give her a bit of a benefit of the doubt, but she's just mean. She's just mean. <laughs> like she could have just she's been like, nothing. "I'm not interested, Meow. Like this is my life." But she was like, still like, "Oh, and you're still a freak." <laughs> she learned nothing from going from you know rich and spoiled to on the street. And, you know, that's usually supposed to be, you know, the humanizing moment for someone. But no, she learned. Yeah, she but maybe learned she wasn't anything. always rich and spoiled. We don't know, like, where she came from. Maybe she was rescued by the old lady and, like, felt obligated to her and then was abandoned again. And she just has, like, all this trauma. And so she doesn't know how to process her emotions or be in so a So she tries to deal with it by learning how to dance and falls in love with the dance instructor, Persian, who hasn't been dancing because. The Persian's old uh, uh, partner uh, had an abortion. Is that what happens in Dirty Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> it's something serious. Yeah, she gets, has a septic abortion because it was illegal at the time. So she had an illegal abortion and suffered like huge complications from it. Dirty Dancing. What a movie. I had no idea where that one was going. <laughs> I knew you were making some reference again. <laughs> Yeah, but I fucked it up. That's okay. Uh, I was like, which Disney movie is this one? I don't know. But I don't yes. think any Disney uh, movies covered that. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Swayze <laughs> is a Disney prince in our hearts. <laughs> Imagine Patrick Stewart in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Earl Grey, hot, baby. <laughs> but yeah, so Meowzy rejects him again. I think Meowth's better off without her. Uh, I think we can all agree about that. And we cut to the theater where the film Pokemon in Love is ending. We don't get to see any of it. The gang and Delia are the only people in the crowd, which was very sad. Yeah, this was sad. The film was okay, but they're they're upset that none of them were in it. Where were all the human people? And uh, Spielbunk said, I, this was a Pokemon movie. It's all about the Pokemon. I plucked all of you on the cutting room floor. And then they asked him, like, well, why would you invite us to come then? And he was like, I couldn't get actual celebrities, so I invited the little people. It's like I called Brad Pitt's people. No, they weren't interested. I called... Uh, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah's people. <laughs> no, they can't make it. The color purple comes out on the same day. They called, uh, the real Barbenheimer ben in the Affleck. 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the real Barbenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> called Ben Affleck. No, too busy writing um, Goodwill Hunting. And uh, there you go. So then, then Team Rocket comes in. They're the, as the real stars, and they uh, they literally kick Spielbunk off the stage. They they start doing their motto: yeah, uh, prepare to trouble, uh, prepare for trouble, make a double, blah blah blah. Uh, and yeah, then James, right. no, James goes, prepare to fight, but you'll have to talk to my agent. And then Meowth goes, that's showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in like magician costumes. I don't know. And they don't even want anything this time. They just dance <laughs> off stage. They want to preserve musical theater. And that's all they do, which that was great. <laughs> that's, that's literally their scheme. This incredible <laughs> preserve local musical theater. <laughs> Support local. Support local. And they <laughs> kick Cleavon Spielbunk out because he's the big money. See, they're the heroes. In. Here's the heroes. We love Team Rock. We love them. Yeah. They have the best character, the best Pokemon. <laughs> this is all more Meowth fan clubbing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Meowth gazes up at the night sky, still heartbroken over Meowzy, and that's the episode. Give it up, Meowth. You're better off without her. Woohoo! But I think if he had to truly, at the end of the day, choose between Team Rocket and Meowzy, he would have chosen Team Rocket. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so as well. I, I think that's where we get the moment of like, you didn't love me when I was me. You only loved me for what I can do. And that's not love. I, yeah, I, I think he also didn't know what love was. Like, let's look at this from the other point of view. We're saying that like, oh, she didn't love him for the right reasons. He didn't love her for the right reasons either. True. He didn't know anything about her. Yeah. <laughs> he saw a girl across the street yeah. and went ballistic. Yeah. It was the like, idea of Meowzy and not Meowzy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Team Rocket, he actually has, has a, a lived experience with, a yeah. shared experience yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. He, he felt entitled to her love. She never was. All right, give me a book, Graham, <laughs> that I've So never this takes read. us to a literary hour where we talk about some literary comparisons. I guess the theme in this, there's a lot of themes in this episode, and we've, we've gone into them. Um, so I'm going to pick a more superficial theme. And this is the um, kind of orphaned, um, left on the street person. Yeah, kind of sad origins and then kind of how they will look through through a story. So there is a whole trope around that. And, you know, I immediately think of Aladdin, uh, the Disney movie with the like street rat theme and him pining for Jasmine. So I think there's a bit of a parallel there with Meowth's origins. For more of a book, I'm, I'm thinking a side character, Garrosh from Les Mis who is uh, one of the young boys who's on the street, who, spoilers, uh, is shot. (laughs) Can I spoil an 150-year-old book? (laughs) Yeah, because he hasn't read it. (laughs) Have you watched any of the televised versions? I've seen the movie. I saw uh, one of the... I saw saw the actual musical, too. Oh, see? I'm not a big fan of Les Mis, though. (gasps) What? (laughs) I, I don't care for it. It is the best musical. Nah. It's so epic. It's so gothic. Have you ever seen Graham sing that song? <laughs> that like red black song? He gets so into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it now. But. The actual musical numbers are fantastic. I'll give it that. But I don't I don't like the the whole what is it like rock opera of it all? Of of singing oh, every you, line. You don't I like how that. every line is sang. I hate oh, it. and see see I'm the opposite. I Either sing no lines or sing all the lines. Big pet peeve <laughs> for me is when like characters are talking and they're like, what are you going to do about it, you son of a bitch? You still owe me the money. And then the other character will be like, that reminds me of a song. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that makes no sense. I just, I mean, it has been years and years since I've seen it, but I'm, I, from what I remember, none of the dialogue, like all the dialogue is sung, but none of it rhymes. And right. I hate that. I hate because that. Because rhyme is cheap. It's true. I think poetry is more about the last syllables of a yeah. line. I haven't seen the whole thing, but for the bits I've seen of Hamilton, Hamilton does it well. Ugh. Hamilton's very good, too. If rhyme is the only thing that matters, then as Shauna said, why don't you only keep the last words of the line? Throw it all away. Doesn't matter. Because, I don't know, it's it, like, if you're singing it, it needs to have a flow, and if it doesn't rhyme, I feel like it loses flow. Huh. Hmm. So, that's sure. what I think. Anyway, are we going to write this episode? You're to your opinions. <laughs> yes. So we're going to move on to the uh, four part of the Plastic Ping Pong Picture of Objective Rankings, where we pull categories out and uh, rank the episode based on them. Kellen, I heard you fishing around. You got a category for us? First category for Go West Young Meowth will be animation. Oh, it's pretty good. Is there anything standout in it? Like, there's lots of little frills around it. You know, we talked about the kind of Looney Tunes zooming in on the faces and stuff like that. It was definitely a nice touch. The music stands out more than the animation. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, I mean, yeah, there's 
fun bits. I think the Looney Tunes stuff. There's the spotlight on um, Team Rocket. They're sitting on, on the billboard. There's stuff like that. There's it, there's it has the, a visual identity. The very the creepy close-ups yeah. on the rich woman. <laughs> Those were something. That's like a seven for me. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with a seven. Oh, ten is best. Yeah. Yep. Mm, six. Oh, oh, almost had that triple go. seven. <laughs> ding, ah. ding, ding. <laughs> So close. Okay, what is that? Six point six 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 repeating. Oh goodness, number of the beast. Second category will be the furry bait. Okay, furry bait. <laughs> Sean is making a face. Remember what we were talking about in Cineroar? Oh. <laughs> I hate. I hate to break it to you, yeah. Kellen and Shauna, and to myself. This is actually a good furry bait episode. <laughs> really. Meowth is wearing a trench coat. Oh, that's oh, true. It's true. <laughs> so true. And oh Pokemon, my goodness! Or, no, Pikachu's tuxedo. Pikachu's tuxedo. <laughs> so cute. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! This is disgusting. Nine. <laughs> I'm saying five. It's a good furry bit yeah, episode. What are I you talking think, about? I don't. I don't necessarily think that putting clothes on animals is what constitutes furry bait. It is about an animal becoming anthropomorphic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's as furry as it gets. I mean, I don't actually know. If there's any furries <laughs> out there, shout us out in the comments. We're rating I mean, things I we don't, don't know anything much about. Context, but I'm going to go a six because I just like the number six. <laughs> well, it's completely objective because it's randomly selected. So, yeah. Got a variety of scores on furry bait. Five plus nine plus six divided by three. That's also 6.66. Wow. This is a demonic <laughs> episode. <laughs> that is just a plain 6.66 then for Go West Young Meowth. Meow. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. This is a good episode, though. Yep. Let's get into 73. Not quite as good as 72, but uh, like I said before, it, it's it's got a man with a chest like a Dodge Ram in this one. Yeah, episode 71, to master the unexpected. 73. You're really into did I say, this did guy's I say four? chest. 73. It's wide like a JoJo character. <laughs> <laughs> so it's three weeks until the league. Ash is uh, behind in his training, of course. They're still in Pallet Town. Ash, Brock, and Pikachu are watching Bruno fight on the television. And Misty turns it off, scolds Ash to go train. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is training. Excuse you, Misty. <laughs> Calls him couch potatoes. She's very critical of t television in general. She's old school. She's old school. <laughs> they say Bruno is a master trainer. And they're watching him to learn his tactics, learn his secrets. And if they can do that, they'll become Pokemon masters, just like Bruno. And uh, Ash is like, are, are, are we doing that? And he didn't. He thought they were just watching TV. <laughs> Misty goes, they must be really secret secrets, then. But Ash wants Bruno to teach him his ways. And uh, but Brock claims he wouldn't bother. He's got more important things to do for that. But Delia seems to know where to find Bruno. There are rumors She's got the scoop. that he has a secret hiding spot on Mount Hideaway. Mm-hmm. Very on-the-nose name. I think that uh, Delia, again, uh, more ideas, is uh, there's more to her than she lets on. She's in the know. She knows everything. So it's only about seven or eight miles from where the gang is. And they've already traveled a ways to find Mount Hideaway. Ash and Brock are exhausted. Misty's still ready to go. She can still keep going. And they're like, don't you? You want to rest, though. Right, Misty? Like, you look you look very tired. <laughs> Misty, you're so tired, Misty. You couldn't, you couldn't walk any longer. She's like, I'm okay. She's like, and they're like, no, we insist. You're really tired, right, Misty? And she's like, 
Oh, fine. I'm really tired. I guess guys. we'll take a break for me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ash and Brock are starving also. So they mm-hmm. find a place. They're at this this building. A rest for, and, house. Yeah. yeah. And some some old lady brings about some some kebabs, some yeah. muskrat meatballs. <laughs> as they put muskrat it. meatballs. This old lady's hardcore. Yeah. Like she talks like she's uh, Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the varmint stealing my muskrat meatballs? <laughs> but they they ask her, "Do you know anything about it? like a, a a rumor about a trainer hanging around these parts?" And she was like, "Oh, possibly." But she uh, yeah, she had some some varmint stealing all of her food. But we turn around and her food's gone, and we see Team Rocket has has made off like a bandit. Oh. Team Rocket in uh, in long robes and beards. Uh, holding large sacks full of something. They've recently left a Lord of the Rings cosplay convention, and they all went as Gandalf. My favorite thing is the gang being like, "We see through your stupid disguises." I knew you were gonna. This call time, us out. this time, this is finally the first time that they actually see Team Rocket right away. <laughs> Sometimes they'll just be like Clark Kenting it. Like they'll just have like glasses on and the gang's like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) This time they've got like full beards and they're in like outfits and they're like, can we see you right away, Team Rocket? We're not idiots. Yes, yes, you are. And so um, (laughs) these muskrat meatballs have enhanced our detective skills. So they go into their into the motto, uh, prepare for trouble, whippersnapper, make it (laughs) double young feller. Those are your motto moments. And then, oh no, sorry, the better motto moment. Uh, Meowth literally fast forwards the motto. Yeah, I, I love this motto moment. Uh, <laughs> Meowth, you know, he, he's got no patience for this at this point. Does he take out like a TV remote? Is yep. that what happens? Yeah, he's like, let's fast forward and hits the button and they go through the motto faster. <laughs> yeah, the they're just like devastation. speaking really quickly. Like, they sound like chipmunks. <laughs> it wasn't really much faster, though. I found. No, I thought. it was <laughs> it's like it was like pointless. It's like one point one x. It just sounded funny. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't faster. It was just higher pitched. But it was a funny premise, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, it's so, all about the idea. So Team Rocket have decided that they've been beaten too many times. We're gonna live as hermits. We're gonna live on the mountain. We're gonna live off the land and this lady's meat kebabs. <laughs> yeah, they're exhausted. Oh, so they've. They have found uh, nirvana, right? They found like enlightenment, and they're going to dedicate <laughs> themselves to a simple life. Oh no, they call it poke enlightenment. And so she whacks him with the broom, ch- chasing him out get, to get him out of there, to get Team Rocket out of there. They go running off, and she warns the gang about the giant onyx on the mountain. There is a massive, massive onyx. It's overgrown, but gentle as can be, as she says, as we won't see later. So on the mountain. <laughs> Gentle as can be indeed. What mm-hmm. foreshadowing. So on the mountain, the gang has come across nothing until Ash spots spots a road, which oh, is road. Uh, not really a road. They find it's a giant crevice left by something. Something yeah, pretty they, they big. They go down into it. That's no road. <laughs> and on the horizon, we see a giant onyx comes speeding in. Massive. Massive. A skyscraper of an onyx. And they uh they do the cliche. TV thing where they they don't run like out of the way of the onyx. They just try to run faster than it. Yeah, they're like we're stuck on this road. <laughs> no, you, you're smart. taller. You're taller than the, the walls are. <laughs> no, you we're could... stuck, Kellen. Yeah. <laughs> there are no lateral dimensions. It is a single <laughs> axis. It means is... it is an animated cartoon series. So. 
Oh, it's just the 2D-ness. It sneaks in sometimes. <laughs> so they're, yeah, they're running away from the Zonics until uh, they're about to die when some guy is like, hey, over here. And they duck behind a rock. And we learned, oh my God, it's Bruno. We found Bruno. Holy crap. And he's gigantic. Yeah, he's huge. Looks like Massive. a Fist of the North Star character. I don't know what that is. Yeah, neither does Shauna. <laughs> no, not at all. All the weebs in the comments, you know what I'm talking about. So the gang starts following Bruno and he turns around. And he's like, why Why are you following me? So they just first started following Bruno for no reason without asking. Well, and, and Ash is very bashful here. Like, Meowth got his tongue. Ah, <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> Hilarious. Shana's just laughing because it involved a cat. Yes. <laughs> it's a pity laugh. That's funny. Yeah, there's no cats in this episode for, for no. Shana, huh? That's why she's bored now. <laughs> she's like, bring back the cats. What is this giant rock penis all let's just, about? Let's just recap the previous episode again. Yeah, let's talk again about cats. <laughs> like meow and meowsy. Remember that? <laughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, <laughs> oh, the good old days. 20 minutes ago. Now we have to talk about rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're following Bruno. He's like, why are you following me? How could you? What are you doing? And Brock uh, Brock begs for his help. Basically calls Ash an idiot. He's like, this moron right here doesn't know how to train Pokemon. He needs your help. He's so stupid. He's so dense. He needs any guidance he can get. And so he, he like forces Ash on his knees to beg Bruno. He's like, that's not enough. That's not enough. And Brock like pushes his head into the dirt. Beg, beg, peasant, beg. <laughs> now lick it. Lick the dirt. <laughs> lick his feet. <laughs> this is disturbing. <laughs> okay, so, so Bruno agrees. He says, you got to be willing to do everything I tell you. Everything. And, uh, everything. Everything. And everything means all of Bruno's chores. He's going to have right. them haul water buckets for him to help with their inner balance and outer equilibrium. This is very like Mr. Miyagi, right? Like, or like Master Catch Roche. a fly with chopsticks, something yeah. like that. I well, never no, saw that. It's entirely washing the car. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. I never saw that. not actually kid. trying to instill these values. Oh, Kellen's never seen Karate Kid. What? Market. Another movie I haven't seen. Kellen has seen a f only a few movies. Uh, he's seen This Is Spinal Tap. <laughs> he has seen Detective Pikachu, and he has seen Barbie. And Mario. I mean, we talked about Mario. the Mario movie. And Oppenheimer. You. And Pokemon, the first movie. <laughs> and Pokemon, the second movie. <laughs> and, and Pokemon, Pokemon the third Pokemon, movie. the third movie. Have you seen Pokemon <laughs> Forever? I have. With 20. Have. Yeah, there's a lot have of movies. Have you seen them all? No, I have not seen all of them. God, no. We will get to all of them we'll on get this them podcast. Over the next 20 years. When we're 60. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if they uh, if they never stop making the Pokemon anime, it will go forever. Yes. So it will outlive us. Is as it still will going we. on? Oh yeah. Yeah. Not Ash. Not with Ash though. They just they retired famously Ash. retired Ash. Like Joe, is he like an year. old man now? No. no, he's still ten. He's still ten. That's creepy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> is anyone else aged? No. All no same? one ages. You We're don't age in, in Pokemon. It's like The Simpsons. So okay, I'm not gonna go there. Oh, you know, I also I've seen I've seen another movie. I've seen Mr. Bean's Holiday, <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning Academy Award masterpiece, Mr. Bean's Holiday. <laughs> Mr. Bean's I, a treasure. I actually like that movie too. He's, yeah, where does he go treasure. for holiday? I don't remember. I do not remember. Somewhere in England or something. I think maybe it's not England. Domestic somewhere, holiday. Somewhere it's in Europe. Vacation. I think it's a domestic holiday. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> uh, he went. He he goes to Cannes. Oh, so he goes to France. 
Right? I guess so. Whatever that is. Holiday trip to Cannes, the city on the French Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's a fun movie. I like it. I just I love Mr. Bean. He's a treasure, and I wish there were more than like fifteen episodes of Mr. Bean. So let's get back like to the anyway, story where Pokemon. Mr. Bean is yeah. training Ash and Brock <laughs> by getting them to I stick turkeys on their head and run around. <laughs> <laughs> you would prefer the Mr. Bean. It's version. a classic, classic <laughs> episode. I watch that that episode every Christmas morning. That is my Christmas tradition. Aww. Wow, nice. It's Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. Anyway. So yeah, and, and nobody watches to master the unexpected on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> what a tragedy! So Bruno has uh, Ashenbrock doing his chores. Yeah, yeah. filling water buckets. Uh, this they one spill gives it on you Misty. strength and balance, but yeah, spills it. Ash falls, blames it on the equal whatchamacallit. Then they then he has him split wood for for him, Bruno. This uh, will improve your grip. Misty firm says, grip. That's good because Ash needs to get a grip. It's a firm grip for. Uh, which is a firm foundation for your training. Ah. And yeah, he splits some wood and then a piece of wood goes flying and hits Misty in the face again. Uh, and then Bruno has them carry stones up a hill, which was something about controlling inner nature. Control physical nature and you control your inner nature. Yeah. Where Ash loses his balance and starts chasing Misty down the mountain. With <laughs> yeah, the we rocks get like a hand. slow-mo chase scene. So I guess that uh, water yeah, bucket one didn't work. Why is she friends with these guys? Because Ash she needs stole her bike. her bike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, That's how you make, how you friends. make friends. You steal yeah. their bikes. Yeah, and then the next task is to peel bark from twigs. And the lesson of this one is when you go camping, always bring a fork. Mm, stew tastes better with chopsticks, Bruno <laughs> says. He just takes the stick, starts eating. Yeah, all of these things were to make a stew. That's what all these <laughs> chores were for. Yeah. Where did he get like the ingredients for the stew, though? The land. He's foraged. He's been we camping. We haven't seen... Pikachu in a while. Oh. <laughs> Ash and Misty are starting to see through this this facade, but Brock is still like totally brainwashed. He's like, Bruno is a master trainer. If I attack him, he'll defend with lightning speed. And in his fantasy, we see this happen. He he takes a giant stick. He goes to whack Bruno on the head, and Bruno in a split second, whoa, defends it with a shield. But then we cut to reality, and Brock with the big stick goes, leaps at Bruno, and smacks him Max on the head, him. knocking him out. <laughs> it's a huge goose egg. Very Brock, cartoony. Brock straight up assaults a man gross. in this episode. The little goose egg on his head like gave me like a visceral, like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did not swallowed. like it. Yeah. It's very cartoony. So he'll teach them, he'll finally teach them the secret of, of training Pokemon, now that He's been physically assaulted. That's the key to getting people to teach you things. <laughs> Just hit Punch them him. on the head. Yep. The secret is there is no secret. He only came to the mountain to catch the big Pokemon because if it's no secret that you have to capture strong Pokemon to be a strong trainer like him. And this makes the, the image that Brock has of Bruno shatter into a million Ooh, pieces. Million this guy's pieces. A, this guy's a fraud. He doesn't know anything. He and a phony. Big and Pokemon. a fake. But Team Rocket are listening in. They want to catch this Onyx. They'll be as strong as the Elite Four if that's all it takes. And they have a rocket launcher <laughs> to catch yeah. this thing. And then there were Onyx puns. I didn't write them down. I assumed you did. Yeah, they say, uh, gotta sneak up. We'll do something unexpected. <laughs> um, that's in the title of the oh, episode. No, 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 no. Yeah, and they say that that joke is unacceptable. <laughs> so they've got the rocket launcher and they, they lay in wait for this thing. Uh, and I believe either Jesse or James says, all we have to do is wait for that rocky reptile to show its petrified puss. 
Yeah, I like paused the episode there. I was like, <laughs> did that mean something did, different in the nineties? Say, <laughs> I was like, what does "puss" mean? Vagina. <laughs> but in the nineties, did that mean something else? Shauna says it means vagina. Well, yeah, yes. now, but As did it an mean spurt? <laughs> did that mean that in the nineties? Because I, I feel like if they meant vagina, they wouldn't have put that in the Pokemon episode. A rocky reptile has a huge vagina that can even <laughs> get sand slashes stuck in it. Oh, ow. Ow. <laughs> they gotta make a cream for that. Yeah, you don't want sand in those cracks. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, anyway, past the, the puss line. <laughs> which yeah. I'm not past gonna the research. Puss line. <laughs> pa- which I'm not gonna research. Uh, it, it, don't it emerges. Don't put that in your Google search. Yeah, yeah that's all, that'll put me on the list. It emerges. Onyx emerges. Giant Onyx is here. We go. We cut back to to Brock and the gang, and him and Ash are very dejected about everything. They're heading oh, home. They're so sad. But then they hear an explosion. Kaboom! And we go back to Team Rocket. They're shooting at the Onyx with the, with this this rocket launcher, and it gives chase. To which Team Rocket run into a small cave, and this is a bunch of the, some of the kick ass music comes on. It's very ba, good. Ba, 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 Not that one. Not that one. It's a different one. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I think it's just. A, I think it's a normal battle theme. I have to do a little more research into that one. But it's a yeah, good. Yeah, Onyx is so very good mad, one. and they're stuck in this little cave now. The Onyx is smashing. Well, you would it. Be too. The gang sees them though. This is interesting. They see this happen, and they're gonna help Team Rocket. Yeah, yeah, because they're good people. Yeah, I mean, Gra- Graham, you're the one in, in the Porygon episode where they were like, uh, "You have a you have a moral obligation to help Team Rocket," and now yeah, you're acting do. like you're surprised. No, what we're is seeing growth. Which is it? We're seeing growth. Remember, Pikachu does abandon them at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> murdering them. No, he didn't abandon them. He was just upset Mika. that they were alive. <laughs> yeah, he was upset they were alive, exactly. <laughs> Pikachu is stone cold. I love it. But he looks so cute. Huh? And he's on a Look list. Look that high, that dark <laughs> Interpol's <interior>. top 20, <laughs> Pikachu. Brock sends out his own Onyx, and uh, Misty and Ash use their Staryu with Squirtle. They send them out. It's all three of them. Versus the big Onyx. Uh, Brock has Onyx use tackle, and which I love this because Onyx goes for the tackle and he just bounces right off of the second Onyx. Oh, big it's Onyx. half his size. Yeah. I loved it. What a tiny little just Onyx. Bunk, ba-dink. And Team Rocket's panicking throughout all of this. And so uh, Starry goes for the water gun. Onyx kind of blocks it and doesn't do anything. And so Squirrel jumps in as well. Double water gun right into the eyes. That'll get him. That'll get him. Whenever you're attacked by a giant rock snake, just uh, get the water. Get the hose. I mean, sprinklers did them in back in Pewter. <laughs> That's true. Which gives Team Rocket an opportunity to run. Yeah, it's like, we gotta run! And we cut out, we, we punch out, and Jesse and James aren't there. They, they've they already gone. They've abandoned me out completely. Oh, Whoa. they're already running. Who we thought Flashback. were supposed to be his family. Oh, where he found did, love. Did you forget last episode what already? <laughs> what happened, Team Rocket? What happened to Go West, young Meow? How could you? So he runs as well. He, he, he catches up. He catches up <laughs> no Onyx problem. Onyx winds up, smacks him with the tail. Flings him away. And is, uh, also smacks all of the gang's Pokemon. They're down and out. And they go, this is the end of our tail. They go blasting off again. And then he's going after the gang, who he like headbutts the cliff. And Ash falls down and everything it's not looking good for Ash. He's gonna get crushed by this giant onyx. And then Pikachu jumps in front and goes to He's thunder. Gonna it. Save him. He thunder. thunders thunders the onyx. It does nothing because as Ash says, electric attacks don't work against Brock Pokemon. Shut the fuck up, Ash. Yes they do. It's Ash ground Pokemon. Finally learned how to play the game. That's no that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> Oh, they don't work against ground, ground Pokemon, Pokemon, but they work against rock. They're Pokemon. They're fine against rock oh, so Pokemon. He doesn't know. Oh, I don't know how to play the game either. It's just Onyx <laughs> is both rock and ground. 
shocking, like a thunder attack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was going for. Cool. So wait, wait. Hmm. He's both ground and rock. You can be more than one type of Pokemon. Yeah, you can be up to two. Huh. All right. Did I just cool. blow your you mind continue. there? Yeah, you did. <laughs> There's lots of dual types. Like what else? I don't know. Name a Pokemon. Um, Pikachu. No, not Pikachu. Yeah. Except if Pikachu has balloons strapped to him, then he's flying electric. <laughs> That's only in the card game, though, I believe. I don't believe there's an official flying electric Pikachu, unfortunately. There's Pikachu that can fly, but not a flying electric type Pikachu. But anyway. So Onyx is about to kill them. Yep. They cower in fear. They cower in fear. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Suddenly, Bruno saves the day. Chekhov's Bruno is back. (laughs) Stops the the Onyx. He'll handle everything. And he... uh, Recall your Pokemon. I'll handle this with my giant... What's another truck manufacturer? (laughs) My giant Chevy GM of a chest. My giant Chevrolet <laughs> chest. <laughs> but Bruno does this super cool thing when he saves Ash. He like jumps and grabs Ash and then does these three massive vertical leaps up the mountain. It's sweet. Yeah, they're like jumps without like fully extending his legs. He's yeah. just like bouncing. Bow, bow, bow. Incredible. Bruno um, doesn't skip leg day. <laughs> he doesn't skip any day. Every day <laughs> is leg day for Bruno. It's just all Bruno day. Every day is leg day, arm day, <laughs> chest day. Mm-hmm. Every day is everything day. Just curling Bruno. onyxes. Yeah. <laughs> just chest pressing onyxes. I'd buy that. <laughs> You'd buy what? The, the Bruno workout routine yeah. videos? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I'd buy that too. So, he, yeah, he's not going to use any Pokemon though. Ash and Brock are very excited. They're like, oh my god, we're going to get to see Bruno fight in action. This is going to be sweet. And Bruno's like, nah, I'm not going to use any Pokemon. I'm going to use myself. I'm going to use my words. <laughs> I'm going to use my heart. And he talks to the Onyx. He's like, why? Why are you acting like this? You're tearing me apart, Onyx. <laughs> And Onyx dives. And Onyx dives. And then he jumps. And he's like, anyway, how is your sex life, Onyx? (laughs) And then dives. And Bruno jumps again. And then he asks, why are you attacking me, Onyx? And he attacks, jumps, attack, jumps, attacks, jumps. And then he gets onto the Onyx, onto the head of the Onyx. And Onyx tries to hit him with his own tail. But Bruno jumps at the last second and... Onyx smacks himself in the face with the tail, which calms yeah, like him down, a, apparently. Like a good Zelda boss who yeah. uses the uh, the Onyx's attacks against him. Boom. Mm-hmm. And so... I feel like I didn't need to watch it. I just needed to listen to Kelly explain <laughs> the episode. It's a very dramatic retelling, isn't it? Aha, it's a good, aha. That's, a, that's a thrilling endorsement of the mm. podcast, yeah. Kelly Deli Room. <laughs> yeah. This seems to have calmed the Onyx down, hitting himself in the face. And so Bruno approaches... That's how I call myself down, too. Yeah, just smack myself. Boom! He, he asks ask Onyx to know what it feels. And so he he sixth senses himself with Onyx. Um, I've never seen that movie. I'm just hoping that that's a proper reference. No. What Damn are it. you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the dog sixth sense knows. like, a, like a, a cat, a dog whisperer thing or something? He what the fuck are you talking people. about? He sees never dead people? Seen Close, the enough. Sixth sense? Close enough. Close enough. Ghost. Close enough. That works. Holy for me. crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Bruno at wit's end went in Rome's him. <laughs> that saying worked, right? <laughs> it's just what came to mind when I was writing my notes. And I just, I stream of consciousness my, my notes. That's all I do with it. You gotta anyway. watch more movies, man. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Yeah, we added one to the list. <laughs> anyway, he doesn't sixth sense the Onyx, whatever. Fucking. Fine. He realizes Onyx has had a sand slash lodged in between one of one of its rocks, and he pulls so the sand just slash. So like out. a vet for Pokemon. D- yeah. Like how did he just diagnose him with his hand? 
Well, if it's if we go, that's what the sixth the sense petrified is about. puss comment earlier. Bruno was a <laughs> Pokemon gynecologist. Ah, there you go. I knew I liked Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you yeah. want to add the context for that or anything? No. No? Okay. That works. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So yeah, he's had a sand slash <laughs> stuck in his rocks the whole time and uh, pulls it out. A full sand slash. A full sand and slash. And stop and, and use the uh, Pokedex <laughs> on it during this, which is funny. Of course, Ash like, what's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Every moment in life is an educational opportunity. <laughs> True. But then Bruno puts the sand slash down, sand slash, runs off. We don't see him again. He was just there for the uh, the... The thing well, that happened. It's probably a little scared and traumatized. Probably a little bit, yeah. This has gone to Onyx Den completely. Uh, Bruno asks if Onyx wants to go along with it. Onyx agrees, and Bruno officially captures the, the massive ass Onyx. Wow. And then the gang run in, and they ask him about the secret again. Like, what is the secret to training Pokemon? And Bruno's like, there are no secrets. I mean, I'll tell you the secret, but only if you don't keep it. And Ash gets very confused about that. He doesn't comprehend what that means. He says, humans and Pokemon must live voice. and work and share this world together. They must care for each other like you and Pikachu. How Sounds like sweet. Mewtwo. Like enlightened Mewtwo, not, not murderous Mewtwo. <laughs> Another good cat. <laughs> Mewtwo I isn't a cat. He's cloned, he's, from, a he's, cat. he's cloned from a feline-based Pokemon. Okay, close enough. He's close enough. I'll, I'll allow it. It's close enough. Like a, a hairless cat. cat. Is a hairless cat a cat? Yes. Ew. They're <laughs> freaky. They're freaky, but they're cats. What if we shaved our cat? Oh, that'd be fine. But that's not a hairless cat. That's a cat without hair. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. There's a distinction. There's a distinction. So he looks forward to the day Ash and him will get to battle. And the gang have learned a very special secret as the league moves another day closer, according to the narrator. And then cut to Team Rocket, who are in a circle of Onyx about to be murdered by them. And uh, there's like three or four rock puns. Hit me with them. Sort of rocky. These Pokemon couldn't be bolder. And then the elf says, maybe people take them for granted. (laughs) (laughs) And the Onyxes are like, just for those jokes, we are going to murder you now. But they're so good. But we're Onyx and we hate puns. Die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode. Kellen, your your mouth is so good. Is it? I Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really good. That's why you're actually being nominated at the Meowthies this oh my year. God. For the I'm top so honored. Meowth impression oh my on an amateur Pokemon rewatch podcast from the Canadian prairies. Oh my god, what an honor. That is such a what prestigious an award. Such a stiff competition. It's only a it's it's an honor just to be nominated, honestly. Yeah, we're up against our competitors, haven't you heard? To birth a smelly bird. <laughs> <laughs> they're the they're our enemies. Our Fuck archenemies. those guys. Fuck those Fuck to guys. birth a smelly bird. <laughs> God, they're the worst. They're the blurst. Anyway, ham and smelling. <laughs> anyway, that's uh that's the episode. Book book me. Book yeah yeah. So Karate Kid. Uh no. So this is the uh I, I am just thinking about the eccentric mentor trope. So Bruno is kind of the the mentor, but he's like having them do kind of misleading ways. And I, I think he actually did have a point. He was kind of just using them. I don't think them. so. I no, don't I think, think he, he did. I point. think he did. And I think his point was that there's no cheating. Like, you just have to live a good, honest life and use your head. I think you're giving Bruno a lot of... Yeah, I think his point was, hey, there's these kids like me. I'm going to use them to, to build my campfire. No, he's just not a teacher. And he's just saying, <laughs> all I can do is show you my lifestyle. And so this is a this is a bit of a trope with a bunch of things. It's it's Yoda. It's the Yoda trope. It's the uh, so in literature they are on two very opposite ends of the height spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. This is the uh, the Ford F one hundred and fifty to the 
to smart the, car. Uh, the smart, smart car. car. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so the, I'm thinking of like older tropes in literature too around the eccentric uh, mentor. So this would even be back to like Merlin, Sword in the Stone, where the mentor himself is like uh, coming out through like doesn't really seem like the mentor they expect. And his lessons are sort of in in tricks and that sort of thing. There's elements of this even through Gandalf and and Dumbledore, who are sort of Merlin archetypes. So Bruno's a wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Bruno. <laughs> yes, Bruno's a wizard. Huh. Yeah. That's how he was able to communicate with the Onyx. Magic. Yeah. No, that was the spell. Si- Is there a spell was, for that? That was the sixth sense. We've been over this. That's I, how he communicated the with Onyx. Was not a ghost. I'm actually just <laughs> dumbfounded by this one. And and the problem is, the Sixth Sense is such an interesting movie, and it's very spoilable. So I can't even say anything. <laughs> right we already now. spoiled it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Sp- we didn't. You didn't say the big spoiler, did you? Oh no, we didn't. You're right. We we're good. We're you, good. You Colin. should you actually go watch. Benefit from watching Success. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen the the Mike Myers cat in the hat. I'm fine. <laughs> see these movies are so ridiculous <laughs> but they're movies i've seen so <laughs> anyway continue please let's rank this episode <laughs> all right category number one will be uh horny brock moments he didn't really have any well, that was the last that was, that was last episode although there was a lot of opportunity that was missed He's, it's he... a giant brock <laughs> He's horny to learn. It's a giant black rock. He's horny for lessons. He's horny for education. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of uh, missed opportunities, which is surprising we got the petrified puss comment. <laughs> so when weird. This, this episode's about literal phallic monstrosities <laughs> right? destroying the countryside. It's about the patriarchy. I was going to say, isn't it's that the patriarchy? The <laughs> Of mandom <laughs> asserting over the world. So really, this is a 10 in essence then, right? No, because he did not capitalize on it. <laughs> no, I don't think Brock was that no. horny. No, he wasn't horny at all. That's a one. Yeah, one. Me. Yeah, one. Zero. Triple ones. Triple ones. No, Shauna said zero. Oh, goodness. That's a point six zero, six six. zero point six. Yeah. <laughs> Repeating. Six, six, six. Mark the beast again. <laughs> you can't escape him. It's all going to be. Please tell me this next one will get us a 6.66. Or something along those lines. Uh, Team Rocket schemes. So they, they shoot an Onyx okay, so with a they, rocket I like missile. their bazooka. <laughs> but their yeah, scheme they... sucks. <laughs> well, what's their other... Their first scheme in the episode is to steal muskrat meatballs. <laughs> yeah, from the old lady. From an old lady. With the beards. Girl. And then their second scheme is is to try to take down this giant monster who they're totally unprepared to deal with. Their schemes are bad. <laughs> no, Three for me. Yeah, two. Three. Three. That's a two plus. Oh, God. What's that? average? When you get decimals, when there's three people, it's hard for me to do the average. It's 2.6 repeating, Kelly. Oh, my God. You're right. You can't escape. Hold up. You can't escape. Math is hard. Math is really hard. Yeah. 2.6. repeating plus 0.66666666 and divided by two. That is a a 1.66 repeating. For to master the unexpected, one of our um lower rated lower rated episodes, episodes of all time. I'm excited when we get to the end of the season. I'm gonna like order the episodes by their score. 
to see like mm, the, the official the official four poor ranking. Yeah, we we are recording these, so I am going to try to do give us some analytics on this at some point, mm-hmm. even if I can see who gave what scores. If we have different biases, that could be fun. Now, this episode scored so poorly because we don't have a category in the four poor called a uh, wide oily chests. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I feel like that's like a little what too bias specific. Comes from the lack <laughs> that's too, of... Yeah, there's like this is the only episode we'll ever apply to. Broad categories. Category. <laughs> what if we added a category every single episode that was just like the the auto ten, but it's just, oh, it's just, just something. Off. It's just specifically. Oh, you like, could randomly pull a ten. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a it's the ball of uh, the category is whatever. We'll give this episode a ten. Oh, I love that! I love that. That's, <laughs> That's actually so a great idea. I'm, we're doing that. We That's on hilarious. The spot have to think of the. Ca- it's like Jeopardy. <laughs> you got to think of the question. What is? What is oily chests for a thousand, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> that is that might be the best category we've come up with. Yeah. What is pecs for days, Alex? That's actually brilliant. <laughs> I think you should then put those categories into it and see if any other episode. <laughs> pay it forward. It's yeah. the pay oh my it forward God. ball. Oh, that's such a good idea. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to. <laughs> it's the ball that keeps on giving. <laughs> I do. I do really love the idea of the pay it forward ball, where that category goes back into the four four again. I think we have to add the stipulation: if it's ever pulled and gives a zero, it is automatically banned forever. Sure, I like it. Hopefully, okay. we're just making this more complicated. Oily chests can live another day and then die a good death. <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. That is this episode. That, that was uh, oh, quite the episode. Something. Shauna, thank you for joining. Hopefully the cat Thanks talk lived cats. up for it. <laughs> did you have fun? I liked the cat. She liked the cat. She did not say if she had fun. I had fun. <laughs> She's <the> miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. It's fun. It was okay. It was like a 5 out of 10 IGN. She only needed to talk about the cat episode. Too much water. Too many, too many not cats. <laughs> too many not cats. Too many not cats. You want to know what we're this doing next like 50% week? 50% okay. I do, I do. What is next week, Kelly? Next week is two more episodes. We got episode 74. This is a fun, fun title. The Ancient Puzzle of Pokemopolis. Oh, that's fun. sweet. And episode 75, Bad to the Bone. And then, bad. And then the week after that, we start the league. Oh my god, we're up to the league. We're getting to the end. We're getting very close Ooh, to the end of the Indigo League. I can't believe we're so far. It's so oh, we've been Indigo, doing this. Indigo, I hardly knew her. This we've, has been wild. We've been doing this like almost ten months. It actually kind of feels yeah. like longer, but yeah, you know, this it's fun. We're having it's a good been time. a journey, and we're still on it. And we will be forever. to Viridian City forever and ever and ever. All right. Hope everyone had a blast listening to this. If you could give us a review on your platform of choice, that would be much appreciated. On YouTube, we're on the Hydra Leech channel. Uh, You know, give us shout outs in the comments, like, subscribe, follow, all of that nonsense. You can also reach us at the uh, uh, Gmail to kill at delibird at gmail.com. Intro and outro music is 80 Synthwave by Alexi Action. I've been Kellen. Nope. I've been Graham. (laughs) Kellen's been Kellen. This week we had the special guest Shauna. I'm gonna say goodbye. Farewell. Have Vitor say adieu, and you and you. So Meowth, that's right. Thank you.